Hello, this is Robert Fleming of the Tucson, Arizona law firm of Fleming and Curdy, And I'm here with my partner, Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman. Elizabeth, welcome. Thank thanks, you for having me. Thanks for coming back for a, yet another one of these sessions. Um, and one of these days, we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna get to steal one of your names or something. You have more than I have, and it doesn't seem fair to me. I like all four names. <laughs> <laughs> they are lovely names. Uh, I uh, wanted to talk to you today about personal property and, and in the context of estate planning. Um, so one of the kind of fun things, I think, is that when we send a draft of a document out to people, it talks about their personality, and most people uh, misread that as personality, like they're leaving their personality to someone. So uh, setting aside the legalism of personality, what should people do with their personal property? Oh my gosh, this is such a personal decision. One of the things that happens when I'm talking to people about their personal property, folks get really emotional. Oftentimes the property that they care deeply about was given to them as a gift or they may have inherited from a family member. So I would start by saying it's an incredibly sensitive topic. And most people that I talk to about their personal property already have very particular pieces in mind, whether it's art or jewelry, whether it's a um, particular collection of plates. I had somebody with some salt shakers. So they already know exactly what property matters most to them, and they know exactly who they want to give their property to. You know, it's not my experience that people know which item ought to go to which of their children. But I agree with you that they know, for instance, that all of their furniture should go to the children. And my experience is that when you ask your children, hey, which one of you wants the the stickly furniture? The children say, oh, mom, dad, don't talk to us about that. You're not going to die anytime soon. So it's a really uncomfortable thing to get people to actually talk to their kids about, about who gets what. And oftentimes what we'll see when Fleming and Curdy is acting as trustee of an estate or personal representative we'll see that all of the children care about one very peculiar object that their parents never mentioned. And it might be the old antique silver pot that is behind the furnace that nobody ever knew anybody had noticed. But in fact, all three children want that badly. Uh, and, and I completely agree. Uh, and I often use my own family as an illustration. When my father died and my mother moved out of the family house, um, the four kids got together to pick out what they wanted, and each of us wanted particularly one thing. In our case, it was four different things. None of them had any intrinsic value. Uh, none of them were things that our parents would have focused on as, as uh, items that, that needed to be particularly discussed. I would say that when we talk about personal property, one of the takeaways I try and convey is that it's incredibly special to make a gift while you're alive. I'm only 35, but I can tell you that there have been pieces of property of mine that I've carried around with me that I've enjoyed giving and sharing with my cousins and my family. And the act of making a gift of your personal property, something that's meaningful to you, is pretty special. And I talk to people about doing that while they're alive, being able to convey the joy that they have to somebody else and share that. And most people, once I mention that, they say, oh, I hadn't thought of that. But here's a reality that people have to deal with, particularly people of my generation and the generation ahead of us. 
is that our kids, your generation, aren't into the same things that we were. And, uh, and there's plenty of anecdotal information and literature out there that you can find that says, don't bother with trying to figure out what to give, who to give your, as they say, brown furniture to, because your kids don't want brown furniture. They don't want your antique chairs or, uh, or, or your antique furniture by and large. And I think that one way to handle that when we work with families is to talk about whether or not anybody has a particular piece of property that he or she wants from an estate. And if not, then give people an opportunity, whether it's through round robin or through tagging particular items, that they may point out exactly what would be special. And then at the end of the administration, make sure to the degree that we're able that people receive quote unquote, equal shares of the estate. But that's hard to do. So I want to talk on another occasion about how to dispose of the property when you are administering the estate, when you're the trustee or the personal representative of the estate. Uh, and your mention of a round robin makes me think of it. We really need to devote a little time to how you make that decision. But uh, in terms of a planning, when I'm writing my will or my trust, is it okay to just leave it to the, the administrator, the personal representative or trustee to figure out how to divide the, the property? Doesn't a round robin or a, a, some mechanism, um, doesn't that work just fine? It can work just fine. It puts a lot of responsibility on the personal representative and the trustee. I would say if you're going to go with that approach, but there are specific pieces of personal property that you want going to specific people, I'd identify that on your personal property list. Well, all right, let's talk about, uh, as I say, about how to administer that estate, uh, maybe in our next podcast. But for now, um, our takeaway is make lists, hand out your property during your life if you possibly can, if there are things that you don't really need. If you're finding your living room cluttered, figure out which of the children or other relatives should get each of the, the pieces of furniture and start, uh, start getting them out of your living room right now. Um, you don't need three antique cedar chests. And I say that with a smile on my face because that's the exact number I have in my house. Um, it's time to start clearing out some of your stuff while you're still alive. And you can see the joy on the recipient's face when they get that antique silver goblet. Well, this is Robert Fleming here with my partner, Elizabeth Noble Rawlings Freeman. And uh, we're glad you joined us today and come back. We'll talk about as I said, how to dispose of the property when you're administering the estate in a, in a later edition. In the meantime, check us out online, www.elder-law.com. Maybe that's where you found this podcast. And uh, you can read our newsletter, and we have just a, an amazing surfeit of information on our website for people who are considering their own estate planning or dealing with people who have disabilities in their family, for instance. Um, topics that we deal with a lot. And we'll talk with you next time.